We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power! And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested, sentenced to a week in she jail. She also and tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down? At the Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Happy Independence Day, everybody out there. So glad to have you with us. Uh, today is our big day, JC. Big, super, huge. Can you say that? Like, huge. 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 Uh-oh, uh we locked up. Frozen. Oh, my we're goodness. Frozen. Are we still oh, on? there we go. Now we're back. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we're frozen. I don't think this is going to work today. I'm just going to cancel that out. Yeah, you're Because still... our, our signal here, uh, we are in a hotel room. It's just on our computer. And we're just on the computer today. Uh, we're in the hotel room in Bentonville, Arkansas. Remember, we have on Sunday our Bentonville Religious Liberty Summit that's going to be at the River Church, Northwest Arkansas, in Bentonville, Arkansas. You can find the details at chrisannhall.com. Click on the calendar and you can find the, uh, you know, go to the date. Which date would that be on Sunday? July 4th. And then it will not only tell you where it is, if you click on it, it'll give you a map. Awesome. But today is a big day, JC. Thank you, Sean. Today is the day when we get to uh, when when the documentary um, backwards non-compliant movie mm -hmm. worldwide. It is there noncompliantmovie.com. Sean says he watched it was crying. No, where is that? Where is yeah, his right thing? There. Right here. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, sorry. Five by five. See, somebody else knows a five by five. 
Just watch non-compliant. God bless you and your family and for the work that you do. You had this fellow patriot crying, cheering, and feeling much gratefulness for our founders. I immediately shared the link in my comment with tons of friends and tagged them. Awesome. Thank you, Sean. Hey, Sean, don't forget to go to noncompliantmovie.com and leave your comment or your, your review there on there. The more reviews we built, the greater reach we'll have, the greater impact you're watching this movie. Watching this movie will impact you. But when you leave your reviews, when you share that movie, then you help us impact others. Yeah. You have to decide that you... You don't care what the FBI thinks about it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're going to have to. If you're going to like it and share it and talk about it. Yeah, you're going to have to make that decision. So, they're yeah. Not, they're not happy. I'm already on the list, so it's no big deal yeah, for me. Yeah, I mean, no. Whatever, no, you, know, you know. You know what's going down. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. if they're <laughs> spot like Bernie talked about yesterday, if they're spying on a guy like Tucker Carlson, I mean, come on. You know, so they're. They're listening. I mean, I, I wish they really would listen, right? Yeah. Instead of their, well, I didn't even know. I, I don't even know how they come up with what they come up with. But, yeah. I mean, if you if you legit, if, if everybody in the <laughs> FBI legit watched the movie and listened to the movie, right? You know, I feel like, you know, it would help them. Let me but let me read this. Go ahead, and I want to. They're read just going to follow their propaganda. I want to read this comment that I got about the movie. Um, let's see. Uh, can't find it. Just keep tell them a little bit about a little bit more about uh the activism boot camp. Yeah, so, so I can find this comment. The movie is out again. Uh, noncompliantmovie.com. So you can go there uh, and, and watch it, share it. You can get a group together and watch it together. And so we, it's released simultaneously with the new class that we uploaded to libertyfirstuniversity.com. The Liberty First University Activism Bootcamp. So this is kind of the gateway to get people active. It's really the next step. So yes. you watch the movie, you're yes. fired up, you get the principles, you know, you see that. And then so the activism bootcamp that's now live at libertyfirstuniversity.com, uh, you know, talks about the actual actions and steps to take, mm -hmm. how to get organized, different strategies of not uh, just, taking territory just not not just ideas jc because we have places who are already putting these strategies into action right. and seeing success yeah this is the these are the strategies the plans of actions the foundation for uh successful restoration of liberty at your state and local level and yeah. we know it works because it's already working we just want at least a million people to watch the non-compliant movie and then go and put those plans and you know put those principles in action if you go to libertyfirstuniversity.com and you sign up there and you take our activism boot camp we will teach you Point by point by point, how to put the principles of non-compliant movie into action. That's that's the whole bottom line. Let me read this to you. So the first premiere was, and we've been announcing this, so, so no excuses. The first premiere was in Mattai, Utah on June 30th. Listen to this. Let's see. Um, let's see. What's this say? Uh, let's see. The premiere ended up being really successful, did a good job of inspiring uh, the people. Uh, but in this documentary, Chris Ann and JC not only inspire, 
but the substance actually educates and empowers, motivating people past simple, mo simply motivation and into real action. Efficacy, he said. He said, I had several fans of, and this is from our film producer. He said, I have several fans from our previous documentary approached me saying the impact due to the substance, not just the hype uh, of this film is going to save our country. This is the testimony of people who watched the film, who have been followers of Viram Films, who've watched other documentaries and said, this documentary, the, the education, that inspires is going to save our country. He said those people range from constitutional scholars to audience members who've never read the constitution before. And he says, I, I think that's really the miracle of what JC and Chris Ann have to offer. The ability to draw job law professors as well as local carpenters. There were, during the premiere on June 30th, there were several ovations throughout the film and a standing ovation even before its final finale. And uh, he said, look, this was just your average crowd. This was not your, you know, your your rabid crowd ready to jump up and, and to this. So um, this is something that we need to share with everybody. This is something we need you to share with everybody. I was so blessed, JC. Victory News, I was on Victory News right before our show, and Victory News asked me if it would be okay to mention the documentary. I was like, okay, are you seriously kidding me? Of course it's okay. It's like one of the most amazing things ever for us. Um, I, I mean, there's several that are way up there. You would never touch Colton and you know that sort of thing. But yeah. professionally, right? Professionally, this is this, for me. This is just epic. So I'm very excited about it. I was so thankful to Victory News for giving me the opportunity to share that with their audience as well. So if you have a media outlet that will be friendly to constitutional truth and activism, you can contact us. We'd be happy to go on the air. Yeah, I and I just to be honest, I'm equally excited about the activism boot camp. You know, because really it's it's that next yeah. step, especially people out there. You haven't done anything. Uh, you're not you're not active. And so this is kind of the on ramp. So the, the activism boot camp is kind of the on ramp to to get people mm -hmm. plugged in and activate and actually uh, actually doing, you know, and we're going to continue to expand that. I was really looking at it and it's almost like a level one. You know, so I was thinking, you know, man, there's so much more to put yeah. out there. There's so much more to talk about. There's so much more yeah. strategies and, and, you know, wisdom and things to, to add to that. Uh, and I thought, man, we could do, we could do a level two installment of that, like right now. Right. Uh, and then, you know, I, we have in the works, in fact, I'm working on now hoping to get out August 1st, a homeschool, uh, a homeschool course uh, for, for uh, kids and younger kids and teenagers and high schoolers looking forward to that. And then, um, and even a how to run for office, uh, you know, so some people, you know, some people are interested in that kind of track right. where we got to get people into these local offices and get these knuckleheads out. So anyway, I'm, I'm excited about that part of it. You know, the people who are watching the movie and then going to Liberty first university and plugging in to the activism boot camp.
So I just put into the chat room a reminder to like and share, and I put it up on the screen as well. It looks like I have a little typo in there, but nonetheless, you know what I'm trying to say. I want to mention to you um, that I I do the social media. Sunny, Sunny does social media, but I'm the one that monitors the social media uh, for Liberty First. And I can tell you, JC, I haven't said this to you. I can tell you from the time this went live, I have watched social media actively drop our numbers and throttle us mm. actively. Now, right. I don't know if it's if, if I can directly tie it to the non-compliant movie release or the fact that, you know, Facebook has started their new censorship program to identify extremists on Facebook, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, they think I'm an extremist. The Southern Poverty Law Center has had me on their anti-government extremist hate group list now for almost eight years. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's, uh, it's, they're going to throttle yeah. us. You can help us overcome that by getting it out. And let me explain something to you. You push it. Right. You push it. Don't pay any attention to the numbers that Facebook is or YouTube or Twitter or uh, or Twitch or any of them. Don't pay any attention to those numbers they're reporting that have that your post has reached. They're lying about the number of people who are who are being reached by your posts as well. And they do that with the intention to get to discourage you from posting the things they don't want you to post. So if you post a, a cat or a recipe, you're gonna get million, you know, you get thousands of views. You post something that really matters, you are probably getting the same thousands of views, but they're only going to tell you 10 people looked. And that is behavioral control, right? Because social media is always built on behavioral uh, psychology of reward and, and, and punishment. Mm -hmm. And so your positive reward is publish articles and cat pictures. Your negative reward is don't publish what we don't like, but keep publishing what they don't like. They're lying to you about the numbers. No question. And our, oh, our goal that was is, great. Yeah, that our, was great. And our goal is to get a million people to watch it, you know, grab hold of the principles, get inspired and then take that next step to get plugged in. You know, we, mm -hmm. we don't need we don't need a majority. No. Right. But we just need that critical mask um, plugged in and, and pushing, right. pushing the mission forward. Um, and who cares what? Who cares what the government thinks and what their thugs think, what the FBI <laughs> thinks and DHS? I mean, these guys are freaking clueless. Targeting, Nate says the whole chat room's on the list. Yeah, you <laughs> are, just, if just you're watching this show, you're already you're already on their social network map. Um, you know, because it's all. I mean, now with them, it's all about opinions and speech makes you right. a domestic terrorist. They listen to that whole movie. They won't even hear the word peaceful. Like it'll go right over. They block it out. Like how many times you said peaceful noncompliance, peaceful noncompliance. I mean, so in their mind, uh, Gandhi is a domestic terrorist, right? right. So Gandhi's domestic terrorist. Other people being beat, beaten uh, by by the British police on the beach there, right, with batons and whatever. Mm -hmm. Those were the domestic terrorists. If you listen to these knuckleheads in the Department of Homeland Security these right. days, so just because they don't like your opinion. Uh, you deserve to go to jail. Right, right. It's just ridiculous. Well, JC. Now, now I just heard they're arresting kids in Polk County. What? Uh, in Polk no County, way, Florida. I did not arresting hear that. Arresting kids in Polk County, Florida. Somebody sent me a message 
uh, just because apparently they were they were present uh, in D.C. on the 6th. They say they're, you know, they're call, calling for violence. Right. Again, their so presence. So was there calling you are. For violence? I don't know, but they're calling, calling for violence. So there again, you see the shift of it's not what you do. It's what you say. They're they're targeting people because of what you say. Yes. What you say. I mean, even in the law, you can explain this better than I could. But in the law, when you like even a, a so-called threat for that to reach a criminal level, there has to be an, an intent and ability to carry out imminent. An, no, an, imminent, imminent, an imminent harm. So yes. just because somebody says they want to do something, even that doesn't rise to the level no. there. And it's not even for them. It's not even, you know, you're not even talking assault. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like federal level, you're a domestic terrorist wanting right. to overthrow the government because you say something. I mean, give me a break. This is where we are. So this is why this is important, that we have to we have to stand up. We have to own these principles, stand up, plug in, and do and and exhaust every peaceful means we possibly can while we can. And, and I think this is going to inspire so many people to do that. And yes, the movie is free, noncompliantmovie.com. It's, it's just out there. Go watch it. It doesn't cost you anything. Amen. So here we go. Yes. Yes. So, um, um, Sorry, I, would, I got I got sidetracked. I, no, I got uh, people. I mean, this is huge. People all over contacting us. People right. from out of the Tell blue. Just tell Chuck, I'm doing a show. Doing a show. Anyway, uh, happy Independence Day, JC. Amen. Today is Independence Day. July 2nd is our true Independence Day. This is the day we legally became independent from Great Britain. Let me give you a little bit of background there for you. On June 7th, 1776, the Continental Congress, the first Continental Congress, met and discussed what they were going to do about the fact that the British government, their government, mind you, was not and not uh, heeding their petitions, was not remedying their grievances. And so what do we do about this? Well, a delegate from the colony of Virginia by the name of Richard Henry Lee proposed what they called the Lee Resolution, which is a three-step process to declaring independence from Great Britain. Step number one, we declare we're independent, right? Because we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men, and they did mean all, all all of mankind, all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Right. So we we received our liberty, our freedom by the nature of our creation. We did not we do not receive liberty or freedom from the king. So we don't have to ask the king's permission to be free. We just have to step up and declare it. And that's what we did. Step one, we declare we are free. Step two, we must seek foreign alliance. We don't have the resources or the manpower to kick Great Britain, the most powerful uh, kingdom in the world, off of a land they think is their own. This was the second aspect of the Lee Resolution. The second aspect of the Lee Resolution. The third aspect of the Lee Resolution is we must immediately come together and design a confederation for our states 
so that we can come together in a union to ensure the securing of the future of liberty that we are going to sacrifice everything to gain. It's interesting. We went we went to um, what was that thing called? Uh, Founding Fathers Museum, something yes. like that. Founders yes. Museum at the um, same place. Uh, same it, place. It the, was about um, six miles from, from um, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Thank you. And we stopped in, and they have it's a it's a living. Uh, what would you call it? So they took the John Trumbull's uh, picture or painting of mm -hmm. the signing of the Declaration of Independence, mm -hmm. and so that painting is. Is is now life size life size statues and you know in a whole room in a room incredible. So, I mean, when they they stand there with the doors closed, you can't see it, and when they open the doors, I literally went. <gasps> it yeah. took my breath away. So it's it like was you're, incredible. It's like you're in the in in mm -hmm. the room with the signing of the declaration. Mm -hmm. So you could, I mean, if they take down the ropes, then you could you could walk around, you know, in amongst the signers as they're signing. Um, you know, it, it, according to John Trumbull's painting. So it looks right. just like that. So one of those there was Richard Henry Lee, yes. I think was He's in the sitting. crowd. He's sitting, sitting and he had this silk, black silk. It was a cloth laying over uh, his silk bag. It's yes. actually a silk yeah. bag uh -huh. that he had his, uh, his hand in. Apparently he had some sort of injury to his hand and he covered it with this black silk bag. So this is one of those neat little things about Richard Henry Lee, who put forth the, uh, what do you call it? The bill, the legislation, the Lee resolution, the resolution yes. to become independent. It was one of those things I learned about him, a little trivia that. Yeah, he had a gun misfire and shot yeah, off yeah, his yeah. thumb. It, it blew off his thumb. So it's pretty So good. on June 7, 1776, the Lee resolution was brought before the first Continental Congress. Now, what's interesting, JC, is you know, their politics was no different than ours. You had to have alliances. You had to have the votes to pass. Sure. So they realized on June 7th, they didn't have the votes that would pass the Lee resolution. Um, you know, there's a lot of things they did differently than we do now. First and foremost, I would say the delegates of our Continental Congress actually consulted with the people. So because they hadn't, they couldn't, you know, text people or whatever, they couldn't consult with the people. They didn't have enough people confident enough to give a vote on June 7th. So they didn't bring the Lee resolution up for vote on June 7th. And However, go back and have town hall meetings. They had to go have town hall meetings, in the consult pubs with the and people. In the, in the right. state houses and right. churches. And so on July 2nd, 1776, the uh, Continental Congress met again, and this was the time that they were comfortable bringing the Lee resolution to the floor for the vote. And so on July 2nd, 1776, they debated. They voted and they ratified the Lee resolution into law. We became legally independent from the government of Great Britain. We became 13 independent sovereign countries by a legislative vote that's as legally binding today as anything that our Congress does today that's constitutional. Mm -hmm. And so on that day, they voted to become independent, a reflection of the people of the colonies, transforming the colonies into states. And John Adams, actually, if you go 
and you read the Declaration of Independence. And if you go to the last paragraph of the Declaration of Independence, uh, I will read it to you. It is actually taken from the first clause of the Lee Resolution. And it reads, we therefore, the representatives of the United States of America and General Congress assembled, appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions do, in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies, because we didn't need the king's permission, uh, that solemnly publish and declare, that's the Declaration of Independence, right? So we didn't become independent on July 4th. We published and declared what we had done two days prior, that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they're absolved from all allegiance to the British crown and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. See ya. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. And we didn't want to be ya, right? I was like, no more. You know what's interesting, JC, is a lot of people don't understand the, the loyalty and the internal turmoil of our founders. <laughs> they did not want to stop being British. We have some <laughs> we have some friends who are well, I guess they're Americans now, but uh, from England and, and they call it um, the day of the day of shame. The, yeah. <laughs> it's because they're British. Because I keep thinking, how do British like Americans feel Americans. on this day? So they call it the, the, day, of the day of shame. The day like, of shame. No, guys, it's not your fault. You it, it wasn't you. Yeah, it wasn't you. We're not we're not <laughs> reparations people, so we don't blame you. We love you. It's George Third and Parliament's fault. Yeah, yeah, George Third Parliament's fault. But anyway, so um, you know they still wanted to be British. It took them a long time to make the decision to finally separate. It's why Thomas Paine uh, wrote what he did when he said, you know, every at some point everybody realizes we must separate. It's why the Declaration of Independence says that at some point separation must occur, you know. So anyway, July 2nd, voted, ratified into law our independence. And on July 3rd, I should pull that up too so you guys can see this. I can read that to you. But on July 3rd, on July 3rd, um, John Adams wrote a letter to his wife, Abigail, describing to her what had happened on uh, July, 2nd. July 2nd. I should have had this pulled up, but we're in the hotel room. I just finished. But Speaking of hotel room, this is utterly unprofessional, but I'm going to grab a pillow to sit on because we're sitting on this dresser, dresser. <laughs> when we're in a I'm, hotel room we have to we have to sort of make do with what we have but i am i'm, I'm, right I'm so the, happy the background the that the we thing. have is the best hotel background we've ever had usually they're this green or gray color that make you look like a vampire so i'm really happy about this so john adams writes to abigail adams on july 3rd from philadelphia right he said, uh, let me. The let me, capital at that time. Yeah. So. Or what would be the capital for a while? Mm hmm. Let me, let me find, because it's a long letter, but I just want to get down to the, the day. He says, the second day of July, 1776. I'm reading directly from, oh, not only you can't even see that, it looks like a white screen. 
I'm, I'm reading from John Adams' letter to Abigail, July 3rd, 1776. He said, the second day of July, 1776, will be the most epic, the most memorable epic in the history of America. He says, I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival. It ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance. He loved capitalizations, right? So the word <laughs> day is, is uh, capitalized. The word deliverance is capitalized uh, by solemn acts of devotion to God. Acts capitalized, devotion capitalized, God Almighty. So solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty. Start your Independence Day with a worship service, right? Amen. He said, it ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade, with shows and games and sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward forevermore. Amen. Do you know how he ended this letter? I mean, he was always a wet blanket. But anyway, he said, you will think me transported with enthusiasm, but I'm not. <laughs> He says, I am well aware of the toil and blood and treasure that it will cost us to maintain this declaration yeah. and support and defend these states. Yet, mm. through all the gloom, I can see the rays, capital rays, the rays of ravishing light and glory. I can see that the end is more worth all the means and that posterity will triumph in the day's transaction, even although we should rue it, which I trust in God, we shall not. Amen. So they didn't do what they did for themselves. Right. They didn't, I, I think John Adams didn't think he was even going to survive it. But they did what they did, looking future forward, as they said over and over again, to ages and millions yet unborn, so that we could sit here today, produce and publish a book, a, a movie, a documentary called Non-Compliant, <laughs> have an online educational course to teach you how to about your rights, to teach you about the Constitution, to teach you how to take a stand, to teach you not just simply how to take a stand, but the righteous justification in that stand. We could probably make a... a a, a, a part two, a non-compliant two, like non-compliant rewind. Because you think non-compliant, I mean, you could practically tell the tell the history mm -hmm. of those guys writing writing that stuff. Yeah, I mean this. I mean, and this is what we're talking about. When, right. When they basically said, no, no, we're not we're not going along with that. We're not doing this. Right. Up until the point uh, that that they birthed this nation. And and by the way, I should correct myself. So. Uh, Philadelphia wasn't the capital at that time, mm -hmm. but ended up being capital temporarily while they were building D.C. I think in 1790, for something like 10 or 13 years, Philadelphia was a temporary capital. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Oh, this thing is hurting my back, J.C. <laughs> we are. But yeah, we have neighbors that will be firing their cannon, not in Tampa, but no, uh, not in Tampa. Our place in North Florida in the sticks. You probably have neighbors, though, be firing a cannon. Oh, 
Happy Independence Day. Thank you for that grant super chat. PNW95, uh, one of our Washingtonians. Yeah, I think Donovan uh, dropped a 20 earlier. Oh, yeah, that's watch, right. Thank so you. So you watched the... Uh, that was Donovan, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 watching the movie Expected a Lot got even more. I put it up there, actually. Yep. So. so thank you guys thank so, you so guys. much. So today is Independence Day. But in my mind, uh, I don't care when you celebrate it. The point is to celebrate it. Celebrate it with the vigor and the fervor that our founders expected us to celebrate it. Because we don't just celebrate to commemorate. We celebrate to remind. To yeah. remind people why we celebrate. And I, I hate it. I just hate it. I don't use that word hate very often. But I just hate it when people refer to it as 4th of July. Fourth uh, of July means yeah, that's on every nothing. calendar in the world. Everybody has a. 4th Everybody of July. has a Fourth of July. It's Independence Day. Independence and, 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 Day. And technically speaking, the, so the July Fourth is really Declaration, Declaration Day. Day. Yeah. As Independence Day is July second. On July Fourth, it was it was publicly right. published and declared. So. So, so it, you know, if it's connected to any historical event, right, uh, then it's it's really Declaration Day. But nevertheless, independence is what we're celebrating on Declaration Day, right. So, if you're gonna say, you know, if you're gonna say that, say Happy Independence Day. Stop right. saying Happy Fourth of July. That's like saying uh, Happy Fifth of June. Okay, everybody has a Fifth of June. They also have a Fourth of July. So it's right. not Fourth of July. It's Independence Day. Right. Can you imagine, JC, I teach at LibertyFirstUniversity.com a forgotten founders class. You teach um, more than victims, America's hidden black history. But one of the founders that I teach. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. One of the founders that I teach was is a 14-year-old boy named James Fortin. Now, James Fortin's grandparents were slaves. But James Fortin's parents were born free. And James Fortin was second generation free black man. And at 14 years old, I get goosebumps. I, and I, I tear up because this stuff, I love this. Anyway, James Fortin at 14 years old, a black, a young black man stood in the streets of Philadelphia on July 4th, 1776, and heard the reading of the Declaration of Independence. I want you to just sort of maybe just close your eyes and slip yourself into that situation. You are a young black man. You actually live in the face of actual slavery. Right now, your parents were free, but your grandparents weren't and people around you are still in slavery. But you're a free black man with a future because there are people amongst you that believe all men are created equal. And for the first time, you're standing there. Hear ye, hear ye, the Declaration of Independence has come forth July 2nd, 1776 from the Continental Congress, hereby published July 4th, 1776, as this broadside I do heretofore read. <laughs> yeah. Right? Imagine. Right? Yeah. Unbelievable. 
Yeah, I don't... There is no way that slavery would have ever ended in the American colonies. And I want to submit to you that if it had ended in the world, not as soon as it did, if we had not declared independence sure. that day. Amen. Well, I think about you can't help but think, you know, about liberty waning mm -hmm. in America and. I don't know how you don't get emotional. Check that out, JC. Imagine this. Yeah, Colton's age. Colton's right. age, right? Colton's age. I, Our son standing there and hearing that his children will have the opportunity to be free. Because mm -hmm. the British government mandated slavery on the American colonies. When Virginia and Georgia tried to end slavery, the British government threatened them. This was the only way slavery could end. And this is the amazing history that our children are denied. They're denied this because of a wicked, devilish, yeah. devilish agenda driven by the leftist Marxist progressives. It is wicked and of the devil. I don't know if that's a good phrase to use, but it is from it is it is spawned from from hell. I, and everybody has their traditions, I guess. I, there were, it's funny actually. Uh, it's been several years ago now, but there was a there's a speech that you gave uh, at a tax day rally <laughs> that led to you being fired yeah. for 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 that and mm -hmm. teaching the Constitution. And I think the next Fourth of July. There were people reading that speech. Yes. I don't know if we still have it anywhere. They <laughs> no, were reading, it's published. They were yeah. reading that speech um, at their 4th of July celebrations. And I know I know there's some people that actually read the Declaration of Independence. I feel like. Uh, Patrick Henry's speech. I, no, yeah. And that would be a, Patrick Henry's speech would be a good one, too. Yeah. I feel like reading the Bill of Rights. Yeah. Like the first 10 amendments to yeah. the Constitution. I feel like reading yeah. the Bill of Rights, like that's what I would want to do. Uh, yeah. At, 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 at the 4th of July, you know, on the 4th, of on the 4th, right? On that day, uh, two days from now. So on Independence Day, I would feel like reading that. Um, I feel like you ought to, you ought to stand up and give a reading, give something, like give a speech. Every, um, everybody could play what you're saying. You should do something tomorrow. Like just stand up, boom, sh just share something from the heart. And yeah. hey, people could play that at their cookouts. Yeah. That's what you should do. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know if we have that speech published on the new website. Yeah, I'm maybe. It's on the old but website, know, but I don't know if it got transferred. What I think about the celebrations, I was going to say um, that. You know, obviously, in the context we're in, you know, and you feel like literally we're losing many of our liberties. Liberty is waning in, in these areas. But I I feel like we should celebrate like we still have all of them, you know, 100 yeah. yeah. percent and and remind ourselves of those principles. Like you have to be mm -hmm. reminded and inspired of what we're fighting for. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's not just and this. This this is let me say this. This is. I think is so critical in the liberty movement. As I talk to people, they're fighting from a standpoint of dissatisfaction, a standpoint of anger, right? I think we need to fight 
from a standpoint of what we're fighting for, not just what we're fighting against. You, you, in my mind, you can't sustain a liberty movement based on against. It has to be rooted in what you're fighting for. And, and nothing in my mind speaks to that more than the than uh, the Bill of Rights. And we think yeah. about this is really because that's that's really the fruit, the fruit of the Declaration to me. Is Absolutely. represented in the Bill of Rights. Absolutely. So I feel like, man, that's that's what we have to remind ourselves of these principles. This is what we're fighting for. This is what we stand for. And we still believe in these self-evident truths. Now, here's the we thing. We still believe them. You have to, I, I want to say this, with the greatest love projected with the greatest passion that I can give you, you have to live your life as a free person through the law of liberty. You have to live your life like that. If you if you live your life speaking defeat, if you live your life, well, they took that away and America was destroyed in 17 in in uh, in 1879 and and America was gone in in 1813 and 1913 and 1826 and this and that. We have no rights. We have no guess what? You speak that that's your reality. But let me tell you something. God gave me my rights. Can I just repeat that again? God gave me my rights. Not the 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, not the representatives of the states that ratified the Constitution, not even Richard Henry Lee and George Mason and James Madison that ensured that we had a Bill of Rights. And I'll tell you, sure as I'm sitting here today, not a damn person in Washington, D.C. gave me my rights. So I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what decrees come down from Washington, D.C. I don't care what decrees come down from Tallahassee, my state capital. I am going to live my rights, my life in the fullness of my liberty because the only one that can remove my liberty is me. And when you speak defeat and you do not exercise your rights and you do not live by the gifts that God has given you, you have declared yourself to be a slave. And the only thing you have to change is this. <laughs> Chris Hall's rant. I, I just, the, the defeatist attitude just especially on this day when we're supposed to be celebrating the fact that we're we live in a place of a constitutional republic where we recognize all are born free all are endowed our rights by a creator and not by government all of this defeatist negative attitude do you know what that feels like to me jc that feels like those people who even call themselves Patriots who even call themselves constitutionalists or whatever or conservatives, those people who speak those defeatist words walk up to all of our founders, to George Mason, to Richard Henry Lee, to Mercy Otis Warren and spit in their eye and say, I don't care what you did for me. It's not enough. You know, that's 
why John Adams wrote posterity. You will never know what it costs this present generation to secure your freedom. He said, I hope you will make good use of it. For if you do not, I shall repent in heaven that I took half the pains to preserve it. When you walk around defeated, afraid to exercise your rights, living in silence and persecution and isolation, you make them repent in heaven, if that's possible. Don't be that guy. Amen. Don't be that guy. Because it's just as easy, JC. Yeah. It's just as easy to go, woohoo, we're free. Woohoo! Look what they did for us. It's just as easy. It's all here. It's just a switch in your mind. Can I throw a caveat for a certain segment of the crowd out there? Absolutely. To to you puffed up jack booted thugs who want to silence us. You can drag us to jail. You can put chains on our ankles and wrists. You can chop our heads off. But guess what? All the way to the end, we will still keep singing the same tune. You will not silence this. We're not afraid of your threats. We're not afraid of what you're going to do. I don't care if you chain me in solitary confinement for the next 50 years. We're going to still keep saying the same thing, whether you like it or not. You know what else you see? You can load me down with a thousand pounds of chains. I am still free. I am still free because my freedom does not exist in the physical realm. My liberty does not exist as a physical condition. My liberty is a spiritual condition that drives my mental condition. And it doesn't matter where you throw me. I will live in liberty. And guess what? Guess what? You can oppress, you can suppress the workmen, but the work will continue. Amen. Because Amen. there is a master in heaven who has authored my liberty and he will not allow the enemy to prevail. Now I'll tell you what, we will manifest this celestial gift in the physical, in yes. reality. Yes. We, we will have our liberty we will so and and our purpose here for this show is always to educate and equip and to inspire you you when i do speeches i don't usually do the you thing it's the we thing but it's got to be you it's got to be everybody as an individual. Your, your liberties are individual. So you as an individual must have the mentality that James Otis Jr. had. Regardless of the consequences, I am determined to proceed. That's, you know, that and you, man, you so hit the nail on the head right there because that is the, the secret distinction and irony there. We and our, our people, our family, the people in this chat room, mm -hmm. our family right there and out there listening. We as individualists, mm -hmm. for us, it's about others. Right. Those bunch of collectivists who claim to be about the group, it's about themselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We individualists love people. The collectivists hate people. Yeah. It's such, it's such an upside down massive lie 
right. that they foist on people. Yep. Individuals love others. Mm-hmm. Collectivists hate others. Yeah. It's all about themselves. Yeah. That's the reality of so, it. So this is one of my favorite days of the year. So if you want to be stuck in your negativity, if you want to be stuck in your um, defeatism, I, I, you know, I can't help you. I just hope get around us enough and hopefully some of what we got will splash on you and you can get the freedom from your mind that you need. Cause this hallelujah is the Liberty that we have to live in. This is the Liberty. Do you know, I, and, and it is, James uh, Samuel Adams said, no people will tamely surrender their liberties nor be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. He said, on the contrary, when the people become universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink underneath their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. So the knowledge is important, but you can have all the brain knowledge you want, JC, if you don't have the virtue. Right. He said knowledge and virtue. If you don't have the courage, if all you got is a brain full of knowledge and a mouthful of bunk. If all you're doing is run around, running your mouth and letting this knowledge pour out, you don't have courage. You need to have the courage and the virtue to actually take that stand and do something. I want to tell a little story. Can I tell a little story? Sure. So, um, uh, Mercy Otis Warren, favorite founder of America for Chris Ann Hall. Mercy Otis Warren, first American woman playwright, first American woman historian, first American woman political advisor, Mercy Otis Warren. She was writing a letter to John Adams, actually. And she said, I have my fears, yet there is no receding. Right. So we sometimes think that our founders had some kind of glorified bodies or something, some kind of glorified minds. And they were, you know, they they didn't have any fear, but they told us they were afraid, but they also were resolved. Right. That's the virtue the resolved thing. When I teach about our forgotten founders, I tell the story about Colton, Colton being little. Now, when Colton was little, he was afraid of the dark. And so we had our little nighttime ritual, right? We laid in bed together and I read him a story and we read together and then I would get up and I would tuck him in and give him a kiss goodnight and turn off the light and go. But this night i I felt like it was time to start working on this afraid of the dark thing. So this particular night, I said to Colton, okay, Colton, tonight you're going to turn off the light. I'll stay here in the bed. You're going to turn off the light. He said, no, mommy, I can't turn off the light. I mean, he's a little guy. He's like, no, mommy, I can't turn off the light. I'll be scared. I said, look around the room, baby. When you turn off the light, it's the same room. And I'm going to be right here. I am not going to let anything happen to you. Go turn off the light. So he crept, you know, he slunk out of bed and crept across the room and he got to the light switch and he put his finger on the light switch. And then he looked back at me, you know, like looking for a reprieve. And when he figured out that I wasn't going to give him a reprieve, I said, go on, baby, just turn off the light. He turned off the light switch and he did that thing that 
only kids can do that. That superhuman leap from the from the light switch all the way to the bed. On his feet didn't touch the floor. He's in bed. And he's all up against me, JC. And I noticed that he's like shaking. And I look down and he's crying. And I said to him, Colton, I am so proud of you. You were so brave. He said, Mommy, he was crying. He said, Mommy, I wasn't brave. I was scared. I said, baby, being brave doesn't mean you're not scared. Being brave means you do what you have to do even when you are scared. That's the virtue they possessed. You've often said it. America doesn't have an economic crisis. We don't have a national security crisis. We have a crisis of courage. That's the virtue that they were talking about. That's what we need. And that's what non-compliant movie is doing for people. Non-compliant movie is, is giving the wisdom to refire that virtue that is within us. Not just simply by the nature of our geography of where we live and what we call home and what we call our citizenship, but a virtue based on the natural law of our compliance. Of, of, of our defiance, our independence. Amen. Awesome. Uh, Verity Seeker, I saw your message earlier. Is it possible to send people messages on YouTube? Is that possible? It is. It is possible. I don't know how it works, but I know it's possible. Oh, good. I know it's possible, but I haven't figured it out yet. Um, but it is, it is possible uh guess what guys and josh for liberty i see you too I'll, I'll look i'll look into that as well guess what guys um i'm gonna be on frank tonight those of you who don't know frank is frank is quite frankly he is uh he starts off on youtube and moves to uh d live uh frank is not a kid show but <laughs> he's a good guy great great guy <laughs> he has a baby now you love frank Frank is Frank has a whole new different lease on life. He has a daughter. And 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 I thought Frank was was on fire for liberty. He got that little girl. Oh my gosh. He's, next level. He's next level <laughs> now. He's ready to storm hell with a with a dry water pistol. He's just that's something we're fighting crazy. for. Yeah, that's absolutely that's absolutely true. So, see, Nate loves Frank. Frank He's is hilarious. awesome. PNW Cracks Oh, he does. He is absolutely hilarious. And he keeps begging us to come over and see him. Yeah, for sure. Didn't they move? Or he's still, nope, in, he's, still in New York? He's still in New York there. Well, I'm not going to. I don't know what he's made public. So, he's still in New York. So, anyway, that's that's where he is. But um, God bless you guys. Enjoy your Independence Weekend. And uh, share the party like it's 1776. Yeah. Or like it's 1773. Let's remind ourselves <laughs> and everyone within our circles uh, what we're celebrating yep. and why. What and why. Start your own Independence Day tradition. Read and the Bill of Rights. Let's keep this revival rolling. Absolutely. Let's keep this awakening happening. Yeah. And uh, keep the Liberty First Brigade growing. And yeah. we'll, we'll make a change. Like, share, ring the bell. I know JC didn't get his notifications today. I, I got, got the notifications today. I finally today. got it yeah. about five minutes into the show. Into so. the show. God bless you guys. We will see you uh, Monday, maybe. Maybe.